Welcome to InsideCatholicPhilly.com, the weekly survey of news in the Philadelphia Archdiocese. I'm your host, Gina Christian, here with Matt Gambino, the editor of CatholicPhilly.com, and we're taking a look at this week's top stories. Thanks so much for spending a few moments with us today here at CatholicPhilly.com. I'm your host, Gina Christian, here with our editor, Matt Gambino. Matt, good to have you with us. Great to be here again, Gina. And we are also delighted to welcome Wesley Taveras Medina. Wesley is a seminarian at St. Charles Borromeo Seminary in Wynwood, Pennsylvania, where he's in his second year of theological studies. And Wesley is studying under Father Thomas Daly, who is the John Cardinal Foley Chair of Homiletics and Social Communications at St. Charles Borromeo. And Father Daly, as our listeners know, is also one of our regulars on this podcast. And right now he's here with us in the studio audience. So we're waving to Father Daly. And as we continue our Lenten journey, Wesley is here to share with us his insights into the gospel for the fourth Sunday of Lent. Wesley, welcome. Thank you very much. Wonderful to have you with us. Now, before we dive into the scripture, Wesley, can you tell us where you're from? I'm from Dominican Republic, but I belong to the Archdiocese of Philadelphia as a seminarian since 2013. We're blessed to have you with us, Wesley. All right, let's dive in and see what the Spirit is telling us through His Word this week. Matt, what's the Gospel passage for this Sunday? For the fourth Sunday of Lent, the Gospel is taken from the Gospel of Luke, the 15th chapter, in which we hear tax collectors and sinners are drawing near to Jesus, it says. And the Pharisees and scribes are up to their old work of complaining, and that's what they're doing. So Jesus gets into one of the most beloved parables that he, He has told, that people really gravitate toward the parable of the prophet son, son that is one of the inheritors of the father's estate, and the son goes off, and it's a wonderful story that people have loved ever since he told it. It is such a beloved parable, one I read often myself, and I don't envy you this, Wesley, because it's such a rich passage of scripture, but how does this speak to us today? So in this fourth Sunday of Lent, as Matt was saying, which is Rejoicing Lent, it is the most beautiful gospel that the church can give us for today, and it is a gospel of Lent. It is a long gospel. It is about conversion, yet it is very beautiful. And because it gives us what conversion means, because many times we think that conversion is something that God wants to take away from us, but it's actually something that God wants to give us. When the son is coming back to the house of the father, the father doesn't see a sinner, but he sees a son that he was lost, but now is found. And this is conversion. Conversion is to realize that he was living in a strange land among pigs when he could actually be living in the house of the father. When you encounter this mercy of God, this conversion, then everything is not an effort. But you can live in the house of the Father very happily. When we try to convert ourselves, then it doesn't work. And that has been my experience, for example. I remember that I thought that I was the oldest son, the one who stayed in the house of the Father. Because I was going to church, my family was going to church. But when I realized that I was actually the younger son, because I was looking for happiness, not in the house of the Father, but out there in the world, in the scenes in money, in the pleasures, and that didn't give me happiness. And when I realized that God loved me as I was, that changed my life. Conversion was not an effort anymore. All of a sudden, some things that I was struggling with, that I couldn't stop, when I found out that God loved me as I was, as a sinner, I didn't need to go back to those sins anymore because God was enough. When you have that perspective of conversion, then God is everything for you and you don't need to go outside of the house of the Father. I bet that the younger son, when he came back home, 
he didn't have the desire to go back to be living among pigs. It's so true. And you know what's so interesting is I love the fact that you talk about which one of the sons do we identify with? Because that always seems to be the crux of the interpretation for most people. Am I the one who was living in sin for all those years? Maybe an addiction, maybe just out of the church or in any number of sins that separate us from the love of God. And then sometimes we think, well, no, I guess I'm more the judgmental one. But we can shift in our lives. We can think that we're one when we're really the other. And I think that's an incredible point that you've made. I was just going to ask, of all the images in this parable, what's the one image that really stands out to you that this year, maybe not when you were younger, but right now, this year, what image really stands out for you and why? I think that the image or the good news, the climax, what is really mind-blowing about this gospel is the mercy of God. That when the son comes back saying, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. The father, he didn't see a sinner. But he said, go and kill the fattened calf and let's throw the biggest party because this son, he was lost, now he is found. Now, you understand that this is a parable. This is just a story to explain a deeper reality. What really happened is that God loves you so much. God loves me so much that he killed his only son so that we may come back home. Now, you understand that this is truly the rejoicing Sunday of Lent because the Father rejoices when we come back home. Just as we see that image of the Father running out to the Son before the Son even knows he's running out. Yes. He sees him from far. Exactly. And I think that rightly so, this gospel, it always represents the sacrament of reconciliation with God, which is not so much of confession of my sins that Father I have sinned against heaven and against you. It is part of that, but it is truly the sacrament of conversion because now on the son didn't have to try to be good because he knows that the father loves him. When he recognized that God loved him, not when he was a good son, but when he was a bad one, when he was a sinner. Because with this, I want to make a point. This is something that really struck me. The love of God is not a medal for the good one. It is a medicine for the bad one. Now you understand that the worse you are, the more love you need. And this is truly what began to change my life, to have a conversion of mentality. God didn't want to take something away from me, but he wanted to give me everything. And now if God is calling me to become a priest, to announce this love of God to everyone, to all those who are looking for happiness outside of the house of the Father, then you understand that God take my life, definitely. Because living with the Father has given me much more than than whatever I could find out there, which it was really nothing. What a wonderful message of hope to share with our listeners during this Lenten season. Wesley, thank you so much. You remain in our prayers as you journey through Lent and towards the priesthood. God bless. Thank you very much. God bless you too. And for more on these and other stories in local, national, and world news, as well as features on sports and culture, visit us online at catholicphilly.com. Thanks so much to Matt Gambino, the editor of catholicphilly.com. I'm your host, Gina Christian. And until next time, may God bless and keep you. This podcast has been a production of catholicphilly.com. Music by Dustin Taylor Phillips. For more information, visit us online at catholicphilly.com.